times like these. Listen in Fridays to the new feature Times Like This on Aro City Radio in partnership with Luxembourg Times. Emery is there. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, Sam. Great to be here with you. Uh, it's good to have you back. Um, so let's just dive right into it. So story number one is one that pops up every now and then. French court denies Luxembourg ex-spy appeal for release. Uh, what is this story, if just to catch people up on it, and, and why is it back in the news? Okay, so uh, one of the former top spies in Luxembourg, and yes, every country has a spy organization, including tiny Luxembourg, uh, He, he left uh, the state service many years ago and started a private company doing spy things. And um, one of the things he is accused of doing is doing some surveillance and um, investigative work uh, to help a criminal conspiracy in cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. uh, and this uh, group that... Uh, Uh, backed this one coin cryptocurrency, uh, allegedly uh, stole four billion US dollars from people around the globe, and uh, now the US authorities are prosecuting people for that. And Frank Schneider is accused of helping them uh, steal money from people around the world, and he was arrested in France at his home mm -hmm. uh, earlier this year. So he's in jail in France now. He is, and, and yesterday he was in court asking for his release uh, with conditions until the French court decides whether he should be sent to the United States to face prosecution. Okay, so he could be so one way or another. He's gonna is it that he's gonna end up somewhere in in jail in France, or in or is he in jail in France now pending extradition? Yes, he's only okay. being. Uh, he's been held. detained, essentially. Yes, exactly. He, okay. He's not currently facing any criminal charges in France. Okay. Okay. So, um, so he his appeal to be released from detention has been denied, pending the thing in the states. Okay. So he's it's still hanging over him. He may end up going. That's right. Next, okay. it'll be uh, mid November before the French court then decides should we extradite him to the United States to face charges, and he'll be held in detention until that decision. And uh, any inkling or any kind of idea of what way that might go for? Um, I do not. Yeah, is that, a, is that a common thing? I wonder for people to be extradited between the EU and, and the States. Um, it is not uncommon. Oh, really? Okay. I mean, there there's an extradition treaty between the two countries. Um, mm -hmm. You know, most countries in the United States have... A treaty that you know if you are wanted for committing a crime in this country you will be sent back to that country you know to face those charges sure. uh, this is an interesting story you've uh, done a couple of stories actually on the EIB and uh, you know where people move and whether they move on to other things um, so it's an exclusive story that says the EIB has tightened their rules to slow down uh, that revolving door of people coming in and going out quickly yes uh, specifically uh, the top um, vice presidents of the um, EIB, which as you probably know employs a lot of people in Luxembourg. Um, and there are rules that uh, prevent them from uh, giving loans or making a decision on loans for a certain sector or a certain company today mm -hmm. and next month taking a job with that company. Um, 
raises questions about whether, you know, did they make that, you know, loan with, you know, the with best an eye on, yeah. Exactly. So there are there are rules against making that, but those rules have been uh, skirted and uh, vice presidents have uh, successively taken jobs in uh, fields that uh, they had some working uh, relationship with. And now, uh, after our stories, uh, there were MEPs that decided that uh, they're going to demand uh, some changes from the EIB. And the EIB says they are now making it more difficult to uh, for people to skip to other jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know... I had no sort of concept of what the gun laws were in Luxembourg. Um, I'm not a gun owner. I don't. I, I think I know somebody who has a gun, but I think it's just for for hunting. But um, gun laws. EU taking Luxembourg to court over gun laws. What, what what's happening? Why? Right. Well, so uh, you know, gun owners are not common here. Uh, as of two years ago, there were only 15,000 people who were licensed to own firearms. But after um, the French terrorist attacks, well, after the terrorist attacks in Paris in, uh, I think it was 2015, Mm -hmm. uh, on the nightclub, exactly, um, the EU decided to make it more difficult for people to get the the high-powered guns and and the most dangerous guns. So there was an EU-wide... tightening of mm-hmm. gun laws, and Luxembourg uh, did not uh, put that into our national laws, uh, although that, that was adopted in um, 2017 by the EU, uh, the, the, um, and there was a deadline for Luxembourg to adopt those conditions into Luxembourg law mm-hmm. by 2018. Three years later, Luxembourg still hasn't done it. Is there a reason they're dragging their feet on that? Uh, well, they, so there was, they were getting close uh, two years ago, and then you know the state council, which reviews proposed laws to see that they conform to the Luxembourg Constitution and, and human rights and other things, said, well, in some places, uh, Luxembourg's law went too far, and I know that uh, gun owners who had, for example, historic weapons. Uh, complained saying that you know there would be no accommodation for my world war one machine gun it'll be treated the same as you know something that the the terrorists use Mm -hmm. and so you know it was scrapped it was sidelined and now the justice ministry says they're going to push it with greater intensity now that uh, Luxembourg could face a fine. Uh, what happened was that the commission yesterday said that they were taking Luxembourg to court uh, to force uh, the country to take this action. And uh, also they're going to seek a fine uh, if the European Court of Justice agrees. Uh, let's move on then. Um, the, uh, Luxair, back in the news, and we've talked about them quite a bit. Um, you know, the Cargo Lux doing very well, Luxair not so much, and uh, no bailout plan for Luxair despite job losses. Right. The, when we say bailout plan, I mean specifically taxpayer money being pumped into Luxair to keep it going, to mm. keep its employment up. It's, there, is, it a, is it a fully state-owned body or is it semi-state? It's, a, it's 60% owned by the state okay. and uh, state-owned investment bank, uh, BCEE. Okay. So it, it is mostly owned by the state, by 
the state and its related institutions. And um, the transport minister, Francois Bosch, uh, told me that there's no plan to pump money into the, the airline. They, they have shed more workers uh, under an agreement announced this week. Um, and, you know, airlines in uh, all our neighboring countries, Belgium, Germany, France, have gotten government bailouts, but uh, that's not on the cards just now for Luxembourg's airline. Um, yeah, just reading the, the end of that story, basically they're saying just uh, just urging people to fly Luxair if they can. Basically. Right, right. Do, do, your, do your patriotic do your duty and do not, you know, buy a uh, ticket on EasyJet. Uh-huh. Spend a little bit more on Luxair is what they're saying. Right, I see. Uh, bad summer, not for us, say the Moselle wine growers. I, that, that, that's last, the last headline we had. Um, regarding the quality, you know, the, the weather affecting the grapes and stuff like that, said it was going to be terrible. Has that changed? I don't know if that was last year that, that no, you saw was, that it headline. Was or, enough, but I think yeah? It was, yeah, but I mean, great, fantastic, good. Well, you know, essentially what they're saying is that uh, the water was good, the summer was warm enough, the past few weeks have been warmer, and that's good for finishing off the grapes. Mm-hmm. And um, hey, uh, agricultural workers from Eastern Europe or other countries are able to get here now and actually pick those grapes. And and the growers are saying that uh, the quality of the grapes, uh, the sugar content is going to be very good. Excellent. And uh, yeah, in Luxembourg it says most wine is consumed in the domestic market, uh, but they're saying that uh, there's an uptick in sales at the, as uh, the COVID restrictions and uh, they're back to pre-pandemic levels, they say. Good. There you go. Nice. Good. Uh, that's it. If uh, people want to keep up to date with all your news stories, head along to the website. That is luxtimes.lu. Anything you're working on this week? Nothing I can tell you about. <laughs> right. Fair enough, Emery. Uh, we'll see you next week then. Thanks.